This week on Nintendo Main, we get Pokeballs deep in Pokemon Go, and we love it. And there's Pokemon in them there hills. Nintendo Main, episode 32. We are your hosts, Trey Johnson and... Hey, how's it going? It's me, Jeremy. What's up, man? How's your week off been? Oh, man, it's been great. I've been outside walking around a lot, enjoying the weather. Yeah, I heard people have been doing that nowadays. Or driving yeah, around see, and looking for things. I see a lot of people walking around, more so than usual. Yeah, there was a little little game came out called Pokemon Go, which we'll get into as our topic of the week, once we get past uh, what we've been playing and our... And our week, our week in review. But, it's important uh, we cover these things first. Sure. Before we get to the meat, the meat of the Pokemon Go. But it seems to be, it seems to be pretty big. I've seen a lot of people talking about it. I've seen a lot of people playing it in Chicago. It seems to be doing all right for the little app that it is. Yep. There's people that have hated it and then started loving it. It's already had like people turn around full circle. Love, hate, love. A lot's happened in the short period of time since released. Yeah. I'm still kind of divided on it, but we'll get into that later. What have you been playing in, a, in the in our week off? Well, first off, I definitely want to say I did finish Mystic Quest. I'm done with it. I beat it. And oh, cool. I finished it on Source Hardware, so I feel good about that because I beat my first game on an actual Super Nintendo console probably in close to 10 years, so that's nice. Yeah. And it was uh, the first RPG I ever played all the way through, so you know, it's got some meaning to it, some sentimental meaning. But uh, yeah, I beat that. I found an old game watch when I was packing up because we're getting ready to move to a new apartment. And it didn't have any batteries in it. And I think that my dad gave it to me years and years ago. It's a Super Mario World game watch. I put a picture of it on my Instagram. But uh, Oh, cool. I had never actually tried to make it work. So I just was like, oh, hey, here's this. I guess I'll try to make it work, see if it works. And so I went to the store and bought a battery and it works. So I played that a little bit. It's frustrating and hard and I haven't beat it yet. But it's a wrist game. So oh, wow. there's like even crappier versions of like the handheld tiger games that they're yeah. but this what one I did find out that it was a, a port of a game and watch game. So it's actually a game and watch Mario game that was converted into an actual watch. So that's kinda cool. What I was gonna say, what do you do in it? Like what is you the... walk and avoid things that are coming at you and you have to jump over them, you have to time it perfectly as they move toward you and then I sort of figured out you like you climb a vine and then all of a sudden you're on Yoshi and then it gets kind of weird. I don't really know what's happening after that. Those <laughs> games are really, really hard to understand because it's well, just a few sprites on the screen. Yeah, it's not like side-scrolling or anything, though, right? I mean, there's only it's all within one screen, so it's like, I don't know. I figured you'd just be, like, walking and jumping on Goombas or... You're like jumping catching, over things. You can't jump on anything. Yeah, or catching water. I mean, I know <laughs> that's that's the way, like, the... I mean, I know the way the Game & Watch work, it's just like one screen and it just goes and goes till you die. You know, there's like the one with the guy who has like the glass where you catch the water from the ceiling and then you dump the bucket. You know, there's that and there's like the there's like the one where you have to hold up the bridges. So I figured it'd be something kind of like that. Uh, they tried their hardest to like overcomplicate it and just becomes like a mess of random things. Happen. It's really hard to tell what's happening. Because all of a sudden you're on Yoshi and you're on a different level and you you know there's a pre-printed background but 
the LCD splotches, whatever you want to call them, are appearing over. And, uh, oh, okay. Just all of a sudden, you're like on a hill, and then you're going down a ladder, and then you're suddenly down at the bottom, and there's like a mole, I think. So it's just, there's too much going on. Like, it would have made more sense if it was just a side-scrolling thing, and you were just jumping as things moving at you, or something like that. Sure. Yeah, that's that's what would make sense, but I guess they would even, add, add more to it. It's complicated more to like make it seem even more legit than it is. It has a headphone jack, <laughs> so you Does can it, plug headphones in and do it beep 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 at you. Oh, uh, it's not like uh, it's it's not like the Koji Kondo. Uh, it's not like the Super Mario World theme or anything like that. Well, it does play like like gives you a little like really chippy sounding version of that oh so there's an actual song on there there's actually like a but it's just that beginning it's not in the background it just plays and then the game starts just ding 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 just beepy sounds nice i love those beepy sounds that in turn inspired me to track down an old game watch that was the only game watch i ever had growing up batman game watch from 1989 it's a tiger watch also which actually no i think the mario one's not a tiger but this one is and uh i found it i I bought it off eBay. I spent a little bit more than I wanted, but I just kind of had to have it so that I had two game watches. And I bought a battery and got it working today, and I beat it. So I can still beat it. I remembered how to beat it. It's a little it's a little easier to play. It is like a straight-up side-scroller. You're just throwing ninja stars or batterings, whatever, whatever you want to call them. Then you have a gun, and you're like shooting bullets at bad guys coming from the right as you move to the right. And then you oh. fight the Joker at the end of every level. You have to hit him five times. And then you try to save Vicky Vale, but there's like spikes that you have to avoid jumping into the spikes when you jump up to save her. And uh, if you die, you just go to the next level, but you don't lose a life. But if you save her without the spikes hitting you, you get a life back. And uh, oh. you just progress through the level. Each level's longer. There's more bad guys to fight. Harder bad guys start showing up, have guns, and they can like jump, try to attack you. Stuff. Yeah, so it's actually dodge. it's it was still kind of fun playing through, and I, I'm surprised. I mean, it, it took, I died the first time, and then the second time I beat it, so it all came back to me how to play it. Oh wow, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't think I played any of those game watches. They're terrible. I yeah, I don't even remember. I don't even remember seeing them ever, or even seeing a person own one. Or seeing them like available to buy anywhere. I got the bat one one actually about twenty bucks cheaper than the other one I've seen because it didn't have a band banded falling off. Oh, okay. But it still works, so if I buy like a broken one that has a band, I transfer it over. Yeah. You don't need the band if you're just going to play it. My time with Tiger Handhelds was very brief. Like, I think I only had one, if that. I had a lot of them because we didn't get the Game Boy until 91, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I think I just had, like, a baseball one or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I had the baseball one. It was, like, one that had, like, it had like points, and I could see, like, what the highest points were. So I'm like, oh, well, that's what happens when you get that. You know, it's not really, <laughs> there's not really much to try to do here. You know, because you can see, like I mentioned before, you can see all the sprites that you're going to see are on, are on that, are on there already. So I guess if you have nothing else to play. Then it can pass the time for a while. But I did find out the uh, Mario one I have. I think at the time my dad gave it to me, there wasn't really a demand for them yet. But it's been at least ten years. It's worth about since it works and it's in good shape. It's probably worth between fifty and seventy five dollars. So it's a nice little collect to hold on to. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm sure it's worth worth something for working. You know, and it keeps time. I set the time on it, and it's still active. Oh, it still works. Yeah, sure. That's cool. Did you play any like Super Mario RPG? That came out. Yeah, last week, right? Mario RPG. I just got to Moleville. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've been trying to play those first three Mario RPG games at the same time. So that's been that's been interesting. Where like I, I switched like off on every like star 
or like every boss, I guess. I thought that the Mario and Luigi had stars in it too, but I guess it doesn't. Because I was going to like play all of them and switch off after every star. But I don't think there's any stars in Superstar Saga. No, so I don't I think would, so. so there's still just, like a certain amount of collectibles. Yeah, I'm gonna, I just trade off when it goes to a different part, when it goes to like a, this, a different chapter, pretty much. Because like I played through... I played through to when like Bowser gets in that cannon, and then you have to fight that guy that wants you to collect all the coins in the beginning. So I got to that, and then I beat him, and then it went to the next part. So then I so then I quit from there, and then I started playing Super Mario RPG again after the first star. And doing that like kind of makes you forget where you're supposed to go <laughs> when you get to the first one. But playing like when I did like the, like the first stars for like Mario RPG and Paper Mario, it worked pretty well. And I, yeah, I, I know I, those I, games really well. I think. I'm not as knowledgeable of uh, Mario and Luigi, but those two games I've played through. Yeah, well, I wanted to play all of them again, so I'm like, I should just try to play all of them at the same time. I, Mario RPG, like, it has a lot of, like, nostalgia, but I think that, you know, I feel like Paper Mario and Mario Luigi are better games than Mario RPG. I think so. Just, just, just saying that. Like, it, like as, as, like, what's aged better, I think it's played through, like, half of Mario RPG on Wii, like, when we were doing the, when we were doing the retrospective episode that we did way back when, and it didn't feel as good as it did when I played it. In high school, you know, from from now that I played other stuff, I don't know. Maybe, I'm going to venture to say that I think it's a better game than Mario and Luigi, but I think Paper Mario is. Yeah, I don't know. It's just just the way like the controls work better, and like the way the action commands work a lot better in the newer ones. It kind of like spoiled me for it, I guess. And I understand it's the first one; it's the first one that did that. But I, don't I think know. I'm, you know, maybe I'm a little biased because I, I love that game so much and I played it so many times. But I'm still marveling at like how much detail there is, like when you're inside of it house and stuff it looks really oh, yeah. good in isometric perspective like you get like people have like desks with shit piled on it oh you get sure. just like I mean, an organic yeah. look and it looks really great for being a 22 year old or i guess a 20 year old snes i'm not saying that it isn't great i'm just saying that uh that its successors have are, are better than it at least those first two are and not by very much i mean they're all great games i'm just saying that i think that paper mario and mario luigi are a little bit better it's like all the same developers anyway so it's like I don't know. I think they got, like, there's some funny stuff in uh, Mario RPG, the original one, but you're not getting, like, same, like, hilarious dialogue that you get in. But it's not, like, Mustard Seed of Doom and all that, and, you know, it's not as... Which I do you know, thoroughly appreciate. Especially, like, the way, like, Mario and Luigi... Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, like, has, like, a really strong intro, I thought. Like, I thought the beginning of the game was very strong. Like, it just kind of, like, goes right into it. There's not really a whole lot of dicking around, which the other two games do to a point like paper mario and super mario rpg i think both have have a little bit of trouble getting started at the beginning yeah because they uh, want you to get used to like how you're playing it yeah well they then they both have like you know they they both have the same beginning where you go to like the castle peach gets taken you gotta fight bowser and then bowser and then something happens and you get knocked away from whatever the castle is they both begin like that it's like paper mario goes peach's castle bowser shows up you fight bowser bowser beat bowser beats you you get knocked away the other one you beat bowser the sword comes in you get knocked away from the castle they're similar but in the other one's a little different just because i think the action them show up yeah the action in mario and luigi is better like in battle you're actually feeling like you're controlling what's happening you're not just timing a button press really jumping you're really yeah moving things around during the battle yeah i think that's i think that's why like going back to it was a little weird for me and it didn't seem as great as it did before because i was used to having all those extra all those extra stuff that i could do in the later games just returning to it it doesn't seem as intuitive as it was back then but that's just because they've expanded on the on the battle system so much and i'm talking i'm talking mostly about the i'm talking mostly about the battle system more than the the graphics and all that rpg was a square rpg on Super Nintendo, so it stands the it, test of time in that sense that it's that part of that golden age of RPGs. It was, but it's it also, yeah, 
But it's also like Nintendo's pretty much taken all of the main Square people from that era. They basically own all of them. That's what I've noticed. Like a lot, of, a lot of them have been snatched from Square and became part of Nintendo now. Oh, because of Alpha Dream. Well, Alpha Dream and Intelligent Systems and like the guy who did Secret of Mana and Grezzo and all that. Like a lot of, if you look at, if you look at a lot of the stuff that's coming out from Nintendo now, a lot of it is like in the RPG world. A lot of it was made by guys who made shit for Super Nintendo and don't work for Square anymore. Nintendo like kind of snatched them like they did with like the Star Fox team and all that. Did they ever? It's a different it's a different company now. It's interesting. Maybe from what I've noticed a lot of the research. Well, I'll just take Culex is in the other games. <laughs> yeah. That's true. He is he didn't he didn't make his way into the other ones unfortunately. He should have though. He should have. I I enjoyed. I just it's just different from playing like so many Paper Mario games and like so many Mario Luigi games. It's just and I hadn't played it in a while. But I, but I still like it. I'm still enjoying it. Oh, I love so. this. I love this game. I love yeah. the, you know, I, for a while when we were talking about it getting released, I was like, I don't really care. I already have it on the Wii. I've already played through it on the Wii virtual console. But man, I love using the controller, you know, the, yeah, played on the, the pro pad. controller to play it. And I don't really play it on the pad. I like to play it on the TV with pro controller. And it's oh, okay. Great. Yeah. I love that. And it's great. I'm just having a good time playing through it again. And, you know, I'm just laying on my couch doing whatever. And then I'm like, oh, I feel like playing some Mario RPG. And I just grab the controller off the copy table and boot it up. Nice. It's nice. Yeah. So I do think it was worth the purchase. Also because I got it for a dollar. Yeah, I did too. I mean, it, it was it was like a no-brainer for me to get it to get it again. And I originally got it through Club Nintendo's. I've only paid a dollar total. Oh, well, that's cool. I bought it because I ended up selling my Super Nintendo cartridge. So Oh, I did too, man. Yeah. I did too. So that, that one hurt too, but whatever. So I so I was trying to get it again. but Speaking of cartridges, I, I've had to sell in like a hard time. I don't know if I ever mentioned it on a previous cast. I found a really cheap Nestor's Funky Bowling for Virtual Boy. Oh, nice. I, don't I got know. it for like less than 20 bucks because, I don't know, I just lucked out. Someone listed it really cheap on eBay and I bought it. Did does, the buy it now. Does your Virtual Boy still work? No. Cause, cause like mine died. <laughs> mine died like maybe a year after I bought it. I know, I know they don't, they don't last very long and, and it's kind of hard to find replacement parts for it. There's actually a similar, uh, hack, if you want to call it that, to what we, what I tried with an NES where you boil thing. On the virtual boy, you <laughs> take the, uh, image sensors and you bake them in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> what happens is the glue separates from like the uh, video ribbon cable that like so the ribbon cable that transfers the video from whatever to the actual image sensors there's two of them virtual boy like that glue starts to come undone over time and so you heat it up and then the glue can like stick back where it's supposed to be. oh and it fixes it supposedly and it's a temporary fix because it'll just happen again but <laughs> i have two virtual boys so it's definitely something i think i'm going to try it in one of them well, let me know. I mean, my, my virtual boy is just, it's just decoration right now. Like it has been, it has been for a while. I mean, it's just, it's just in my room, just sitting there. But I did play, I mean, when I got it, I played it, but I forget, like, I, and I stopped playing it for a while, but whenever I tried to do it again, it wasn't, I think like only one eyepiece works or something like that. And I didn't like drop it or anything. It just kind of just stopped on its own. I think it's pretty great about the Nestor thing though, because it was one of the things I sold to get money for the GameCube when we bought the GameCube. Oh yeah. And I sold it for, I think I got like 35 bucks out of it back in 2001. I had bought my Virtual Boy on eBay like a year before that for thirty. So I remember like being like stoked. I sold one of the games for more than I bought the Virtual Boy with all the games that came with it. Oh, yeah. And then I then I rebought Nestor's Funky Bowling for I think I I think I paid like seventeen or eighteen bucks for it. So it's kind of nice. nice to get it back for less than I sold it for at that point in time. Oh sure. I don't yeah, know really. if like the like the I think it might not be worth as much. I think more copies have surfaced. That might be part of why I got the one I did. Maybe it's so cool to have that back in my collection. Something I was missing, just like the Batman game watch. Like 
Yeah. Certain things I used to have that I really liked that might suck, but they were still important to me. Like a Mystic Quest also, you know? Like, sure. It's fun to buy these things back and have them again. Yeah, definitely. I bought my Virtual Boy for 40 with four games from a used place in Wisconsin. So I thought that was a pretty good deal. I mean, it's like half the library pretty much. Yeah, that was a good deal. And I think I got, I forget, I think it was like Galactic Pinball and, and uh, Teleboxing and Wario was in there. So that was a big thing. I had the Wario game. Yeah, that was worth the 40 bucks by itself. And I think Tennis maybe was the fourth one. I don't yeah, think I had... everyone. Oh, yeah. can't remember if I had the Mario Clash. I don't think I do. I don't think I have it, but... It's actually... Know. If we ever get our Virtual Boys working again, Clash is not that expensive. Yeah. I mean, I just remember, like, Galactic Pinball was, like, a major one for me and, like, and, like the Wario game. Because Wario game was probably, like, the best game that was on there. And the pinball game can be fun for a while. I think the Wario game, without a doubt, leagues beyond every other one. Yeah. But no, I did we, a lot of time in the Pokemon one. That was... Or not the Pokemon, the uh, pinball one. <laughs> Pokemon? 3, 3D Pokemon? Pokemon Pinball, I was yeah. thinking. Yeah, we t- I talked about it before in our, I forget, whatever episode it was, but one, uh, I forget which company it was. One of the company that works with Nintendo was trying to sell them on making a new version of that game. They even like made a demo of it and showed it to them and they wouldn't, they wouldn't do it or they wouldn't mention it. I forget Black- which one. Galactic Pinball? No, uh, Wario Land. The Virtual War Wario Land game. I forget which, uh, you have to, you know, if you listen to our podcast, you'll have to go back whatever episode that was. But there was an episode we were talking about a particular company as, as part of whatever the topic of the week was. Yeah, and they and they had, like, approached Nintendo and asked them if they could, like, help them remake Virtual Console games or, or do, like, Virtual Console games of the Virtual Boy. And they said no. But they had actually made, like, a demo of, of the Wario Land one that would work, like, on the system. They hadn't responded to them about it. Wow. Bad blood, but, I guess. But I forget which company it was. It was. It's like one of their second parties. They were trying to sell them on it. If you happen to find it, email us at, at, at nintendomain.podcast at gmail.com and let us know. Hey, man, but, I don't think we've talked at all about what you've been playing. I told you I was playing all three of the Mario games, of the Mario RPGs. Oh, that's right. Of Mario RPG, Paper Mario, and Mario and Luigi. And I'm still playing Tokyo Mirage Sessions, and uh, I'm still playing Dragon Quest Three. so... Those have been like my regular games. And I'm still playing like Rhythm Heaven, Mega Mix. Still, still playing that. While I was uh, traveling, I, I played a lot of uh, Pocket Card Jockey. I'm still playing that game. Just because it's a pretty easy game to just, to just play and not think that much about. I suggest that you get it if you haven't gotten it. Just because it's, it's so cheap and it's fun. Well, you're still playing it. That's a good song. Yeah. It's, it's highly addictive, I think. But you basically, you get, you get your horses, you race your horse for however long. And it can only like level up until it becomes a mature horse. And then when it's a mature horse, you have to win however many races without losing. Or if you lose so many times, you have to retire your horse. So then you start again as a baby horse, and then you go through. It's basically the way it works. But you can only have like one horse at a time. On um, I think uh, I think like when you're, I think you can only like raise one horse at a time. Or no, you can do multiple to ones sometimes. I don't know. It's still fun. It's like fun enough to just play. Like if you just want to play something, you don't really want to like get super into it or whatever. It's like I play it when I don't want to do like Dragon Quest or I don't want to do like, you know, cause most of the games I've been playing right now are RPG games. So when I don't want to like, like get full into an RPG game, I play that game. You know, if I watch something that's kind of, that's, that's a little mindless, but still fun, you know, like more puzzly type thing. It's cheap. Isn't it like six bucks? Yeah, it's six or seven. And there's a demo too. Well, you played the demo, but. Yeah, but yeah, I, I like it. I'm I'm still playing it. Like like when we were like we were in the car. Like when my mom was driving back from uh, Missouri, I was playing it. I was just playing it in the car because I can like play it and talk to people. The only thing that sucks about it is that you can't pause. <laughs> you can't pause in the middle of a race. But I guess that's that's kind of an interesting quirk to the game. I think 
Like you can't no if you if you close the if you close the DS at all you'll lose the race. So it's like so it's made to where like if you start a race you have to finish the race. Like you can't pause. Which I think that's part I mean, I'm sure they worked that in there for the gameplay aspect or whatever, but yeah, you can't pause it. So if you're in a if you're in a race you gotta finish the race. So you gotta pay attention. Because <laughs> you can run out of time and all that, so but yeah, I've just been playing that same handheld, the same like handful of games that I that I normally do. But it's fun. It was fun playing all the Mario RPGs, and I, I did that for a while. And then last night I played. I put like five more hours into like Tokyo Mirage Sessions. I'm still enjoying it. Those dungeons take a long time. Like I was like, I think I spent like four hours on the second dungeon. Oh wow! Because they're like they're super mazy, and I and I got I got lost for a little bit and found my way back later. But there's like a lot of levels to it, and it goes for a while. And it's you're encouraged to like leave the dungeon and come back because like. Depending on what characters you encounter, you you can get what you need to create new weapons and stuff like that. So they, so there's like there's like warp points within the dungeons, so you can warp back to the exit and then warp back to where you were. So you can leave and go and make a new make a new weapon and then equip it and then come back. It's kind of what it wants you to do, I think. So you like you'll play for a while and then play like a mid boss and then you can leave and go and go stock up on more items and then come back and or make some new weapons and then come back and then go right back to where you were and then continue on the next part. So that's kind of how I've been playing it. So it's been longer. And you can also unlock like side quests while you're on the dungeon. So you can go do side quests while you're in the middle of it and then come back to where you were. So they make it real easy to, to warp out of the level and then come back to the level. That makes them take a lot longer then. I'm only on like the third chapter of the game and I put like 15 hours into it, I think. So it's pretty addictive once you start playing, like you like find yourself. It sucked into when you boot it up. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, I enjoy it. I think it's. I think it's cool. I like the. I like the battle system a lot. The story's kind of kooky and a little. And it's, it's a little more lighthearted, but that's fine. But it's it's good. Like I, I think it's I think it's a fun RPG. It's a good it's a good solid one for the system, which I mentioned last week. But I haven't really noticed anything different much from what I said before. I've just seen a lot more music videos since then. <laughs> you know, yeah. Because you know, there'll there'll be a part where it's just like so Japanese. Like there's a, there's a side quest where like one of the characters like loses their like stuffed animal, and you find it. And and the stuffed animal is like all torn up, so you sew the sew the stuffed animal back together, and you give that to them, and they find inspiration from that stuffed animal to write a new song, which ended up becoming like a move that you can do in, in battle. Also, so you have to watch this music video of this lady singing about this plush animal. <laughs> it's yeah, it's like that type of stuff, you know, weird shit. And I just unlocked like the uh, fashion district of Shibuya. So I can go buy like new crazy outfits and stuff like that, which is cool. I'm glad that because I was getting tired of the ones that I had, but now you can go get more stuff. It actually I mean, did, stat boost and stuff is it like equipment or uh, it doesn't actually. You don't your whatever you wear doesn't change your status. Like you have like an accessory that you can equip that will like change your defense or whatever, but the actual your outfit doesn't doesn't affect anything. There's just you have like a weapon and an accessory, and the outfit is just like for show, so you can dress like whoever. Because your actual stats level up the same way that Fire Emblem does. And there's no, like, equipment in Fire Emblem, like armor. So it does, like, where you, you know, when you level up, like, your defense rises and, and all that. It's the same stats that you have in the Fire Emblem game. And it makes the same noise and all that. But it's a, did you ever play, I was going to ask you, did you ever play The World Ends With You? Did you ever play that game on, on DS? Yeah, man, it was back when it first came out. I wanted I to. a couple hours into it, but it got pretty, it's a pretty complex game. It is a complex game. I wanted to, re- I wanted to return to that and do an episode on that if you still had it try to play through it again but it reminds me of that game because it takes place in the same area and you do some of the same things and they have like the social distortion it's like kind of like the mirages it's like a similar story i guess 
except not as weird. But it still has like does where there's the other world that people can't see that's controlling people. Like they do that, which is like the same story as uh, World Ends with You. And there's like the same. It, they kind of have the same shops, you know, because it's all it all takes place in the same part of Tokyo. Sort of like accurate to that district of Tokyo. Yeah, it's like the modern day. You know, modern day RPG thing. They're very similar. It reminds me, T- Tokyo Mirage reminds me of that, especially because in like The World Ends With You, there was a lot of J-pop in that also. Actually, in the WART radio, the vocal one, there's like a song in there from that, from that game also. But they have, yeah, it, it just, it just, it reminds me a lot of it. Minus like all the crazy, the way those battles work and, and some of the absurdness of it. But but the basis of it is the same, I think, for both games. But if you'd be willing to give that game a go, I'd, I'd like a retrospective on it, just because it's such a weird game, and I'd like to play through it again. They released a version for iOS. I don't know if they did an Android version. They may, they probably did. But it like limits the action to one screen, so I don't know how that changes the gameplay. Oh, well, that kind of destroys the whole gameplay then. Because the idea somehow the, it worked around it, made no. it a single screen game. Because the idea was that you had two different battles going on at the same time that you said, and it somehow had to do. And one of them's controlled with buttons, and the other one's controlled with the touch screen. And that was like a big part of it was like whether you could do that or not. I felt I felt that was a huge part of the game, and I feel like that kind of takes a lot of the uniqueness of the game away if you make it only one screen and you don't have buttons. That's one of those games that never went on sale when I had an iPhone, so I never got it. So I've only played the original DS version. And if I was going to play through it again, I'd probably just try to get a hold of the cartridge. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't want you to play the phone version, especially if they're cutting it in half and taking the touchscreen aspects out of it, which I felt well, was Well, it's all touchscreen, so I don't really know how that translates. No, I mean, uh, the, well, I mean, cutting the, basically cutting the two screens out. Because all of your battles take place on two screens. Because one of your characters on the bottom, one character's on the top, and they control differently. Like one you control with the buttons and one you control with the touchscreen. But you have to control both of them at the same time. That was part of like the uniqueness of the game I thought. So they're kind of robbing it of that. So I don't know how it would work. No, I'm not sure myself. But I guess that's something we could look into later. Anyway, I think we've uh, talked a lot of on what we've what we've been playing. Let's get to let's get to the news real quick here so before we go to our topic of the week. We have our normal NX rumors that seem Always to happen every have, have to every week. I thought the best thing this week was the games list. Did you see that? It, it appeared on uh, the Anime Club forum, I guess. And this is a list of games that are going to be released at launch, right? Yeah, somebody put it on the Nintendo Voice Chat forums. But uh, on, on the Anime Club thread, somebody posted a leaked list of the games that were going to be released for NX from quarter one to quarter four of 2017. So this is like within like a year. I guess. And a lot of it, it's very much a list that you could have come up with if you looked at any of the news that had, the news slash rumors of NX. Like Dragon Quest 10 and 11, that was like a thing that they said that they were going to put it on NX. That was a, actually I don't think it was 10, I think it was just 11. Because Dragon Quest 10 is already out for Wii and 3DS, it just didn't come out here because it's an MMO and it's only out in Japan. But there's some other stuff like Fire Emblem Warriors, which is like a rumor that they do like another Hyrule Warriors thing, which I don't feel there was an actual source for that. I figured somebody just said, like, they should do this with Fire Emblem characters. Yeah. And uh, I, what I, the one thing that definitely made it look like a joke was the fact that they have, like, a Devil's Third release on here <laughs> that says uh, Devil's Third Apocalypse, which is like, what? Is that, like, the Devil's Third Definitive Edition? It's like, we didn't sell it before, but this time, we're gonna sell it. I mean, that's oh, obviously yeah. made, it, made it look like a total joke. There's, like, Super Mario NX, you know, which is a given. 
Luigi's Mansion was on there. Like, I remember that being r- rumored also. And there's, like, the Super Smash Brothers Definitive Edition, F-Zero EX. Yeah. I mean, that's ne- that that obviously makes it look like it's fake, too, because we'll never get another F-Zero game, unfortunately. EX. I wish it was real. Yeah, I wish it was real, too. Yeah, so, what, like, uh, do you think the Smash Brothers Definitive Edition would be, like, the best aspects from Brawl and Melee tied up into one or something? I think it would just be a re-release of the Wii U one with all the DLC, I think is, I think is what it would be. Like, a, like a game of the year edition type thing which that was already rumored or nintendo said something about that i don't think they actually said something but that was another rumor was that that they were working on another well working on a smash brothers for nx which meant that they were probably just going to re-release that one with all the dlc with all the characters with all the levels already on it maybe make it a little bit maybe look a little bit brighter or something and like uh what is it bayonetta 3 is on here that's another one that's like uh, i don't know it's kind of kind of reaching for that yeah well i mean there's a good response to Bayonetta 2, but I don't think there was a copy sold or whatever. I don't think it really reflected that response. Yeah, I don't think it's... I mean, they might make another one, maybe. I mean, people are hoping for one, but I haven't seen the evidence towards it. There's a couple here that are actually real, though. Like like Just Dance 2017 and Riverside. Those are actual NX titles. And uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. So they got three that are correct for sure. Let's not forget the new Mario Galaxy, right? Yeah, it says it says Mario NX on here, Super Mario NX. Oh. Which still is like not doesn't have a name. I thought it was interesting the stuff they put on here. And there's also a rumor section to it. There's like this part is real and this rumor section. The rumor section is like Watch Dogs 2, South Park Fresh and Fractured Butthole, Titanfall 2, <laughs> you know, Dragon Quest Builders, which I would It's I Fractured Butthole. Yeah, Fractured Butthole, yes. Injustice 2. I mean, that's all kind of it's it's all just like throwing shit at the wall, I guess. It's stuff it's good guesses, you know, if you're betting on it, but you know, it's it's all based on rumor stuff that people had saw. I just think it's funny that people are still releasing stuff like that. Like I really could I could have done that list. Like I could have just wrote down and be like, uh yeah, just dance, um Injustice Two <laughs> Devil's Third Apocalypse, whatever, I don't know. I mean you could you could have easily thrown that list together and be like, Hey, this is official. I just it's crazy. It's, it's crazy that people are still doing that crap, but they're going to keep doing it until we find out about it. I'm pretty sure there will be a the port Mario Maker to the NX. Yeah, that was what they were saying, like Splatoon, Mario Maker, and Smash Brothers would all get ported. That's what the rumor was. I mean, they all have communities that, that could still go. So, And they're great games that were ones that did well this for this generation. So, And strong communities you'd want to bring to the the side of the new system to bring yeah. other people. Sure. There was another patent involving uh, sound vibration for a handheld. Did you see that? Like something with it. like speakers by the back of the controller that'll... It's like basically 3D sound. It would be like a new 3DS called like 4DS or whatever that you could feel the sound while you see the 3D-ness. Another, another like patent. Sound waves at your hands or something? Yeah, something like that. You just could sort of feel it. It's like it's creating vibrations. Marky Mark would approve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it's still just more, you know, more patents. Probably doesn't mean anything, but who knows. There's a t-shirt contest with the company Uniqlo. Have you heard of them? Yeah, they make uh, a lot of stuff. I think that gets put in those crates and stuff, like the grab bags. Oh, loot crate? Yeah. I think I might have seen some. I could be wrong, but I've watched a lot of unboxing videos of those sort of things online. Oh, sure. So I've heard that t-shirt name before. They're having a contest. Uh, they're having a Nintendo contest where uh, whoever designs the, the best Nintendo T-shirt for first prize gets ten thousand dollars and a signed NX from Shigeru Miyamoto himself. So that's pretty cool. For the first two places, they get they get signed NXs. The winning ceremony is going to happen like it's going to coincide with the actual release of the NX, 
which is weird, which is weird to do like a contest about a system that still doesn't even have a name or no one even knows what it is, right? Right. We only know that (laughs) supposedly it's coming out in March. It's like, here, do this to to win a system that you don't even know what it is. I mean, $10,000 is pretty cool. And you still get $3,000 and an NX for second place. But it's like, here, do this to get a system that we we won't tell you what it is. This just boggles my mind. I mean, what if they would have done that for, like, the GameCube? Be like, you could win a Project Dolphin or Project Revolution or whatever. I feel like it hasn't gone... It, it never went this far for the other ones. You know, it went this far with a code name. I guess, I mean, Nintendo's doing what they do best and keeping tight lips and like that it's just building the the to a fever pitch of people really wanting to know something about this system building building the hype yeah yeah and like that's going to help them sell consoles eventually like they're smart yeah hopefully march uh, something's happening in march and it's getting so close yeah well i'm hoping to find out in a couple months right i mean that maybe they'll unveil it tgs is in september right that's a couple months from now hopefully we'll hear something then it's just interesting that they're starting a contest for something that's been unveiled yet uh, miyamoto said that pikmin has fallen down the list of priorities which sucks but i guess it's had to get put behind whatever they're putting together from the nx even though it would have been i know kimishima said that they wanted to have a lot of games for launch for the system so they could put that on there as a launch it's a shame i like pikmin 3 i like to see pikmin 4 i know they said it was like almost done you know, when nobody had even heard about it like oh yeah we've been working on it and it's almost finished now no matter what nintendo says i just i don't think there would be like a a huge like deluge of first party IPs. Like I don't, they don't want them to compete with each other. They're not going to release them all at the same time. Yeah, they're not going to get a Pikmin and a Mario and a Star Fox and a Metroid game all at the same time. It's never going to happen. Well, Pikmin, what was it? Pikmin and Luigi's Mansion came out at the same time for the GameCube, but Luigi's Mansion was like such kind of an off thing that it wasn't really. It wasn't like Super Mario Sunshine because that came out way later. But I don't think it was actually Pikmin and, and Luigi were Luigi's Mansion were both new properties, so they couldn't really, I guess, yeah. compete with each other. And if you remember, like Luigi's Mansion was kind of substitute for there not being a launch Mario game. Yeah, I, I don't know. I at least felt that way. You probably did too, because there were the elements that were still Mario-ish about it. Coins well, it, and, yeah, and, it, and it took place in the in that universe, in the Mushroom Kingdom universe. It's going to so be different that. this time around. I just, I, I think that. Maybe the games will come out quickly, but I don't think they'll all be released. So there may be a lot of launch titles, but we're not going to see. I, I, I would almost bet money we won't see a Zelda and a Mario at the same time. Yeah, I don't know. Because I know they've been working on a Mario for a while. Yeah, it would be, or maybe they'll do it different this time and have like a couple things up front. Or they could do like Breath of the Wild with Splatoon, Mario Maker, and Smash Brothers or something. Like try to sell repackaged stuff from the old system. They could do that. I mean, that's what PlayStation 4 did for like the first like three years or whatever, right? How, how old is PlayStation 4 now? Two years? PlayStation Maybe. Yeah, two years. But that's, I mean, that's basically what they've been doing until like now, was basically re-releasing all their PlayStation 3 games <laughs> again. I don't know. It, it'd be it'd be dumb for them not to do it. I saw that uh, Monster Hunter Stories has some weird-looking amiibo in Japan. I don't know if you saw that. There's like a, they're like some monster-looking things, and you can buy separately. You could buy characters from the from the stories and put them on different ones you can like rearrange one from another i don't know if they'll come out here but i saw that kelly and mari ever come out here for a splatoon i saw pictures of people having them but those come out did that come out stateside the squid sisters amiibos i thought i saw 
Toys R Us. I thought I might have seen them, but oh. maybe not. You yeah, haven't really been l- looking, but I don't know I if they ever came out here or not. I don't even know what they do. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know what they do for that. I've been slacking on the Amiibo front. I haven't really. Yeah, yeah, me too. I think the last one I got was Cap'n whenever whenever that one came out. We're getting ready to move, so like I don't want to buy more things. That's definitely it. Oh, sure. And there's not really a whole lot. There's not really a whole lot coming out now. I mean, there's those Zelda ones and there's like the Mario Party ones, but I don't know when those are going to come out. But we're still kind of. So kind of waiting. The uh, there's there's some Turbo Graphics games coming out tomorrow. Yeah, from, man, some good ones console. too. That's uh, is it two or three? Like, cause I I, I saw t- two different articles. There's one that said that it was uh, Adventure Island Bonk and R Type. It was New Adventure Island. Yeah, New Adventure Island. Bonk's Adventure and R Type. So I'm yeah. pretty sure it's all three of them. Yeah, that's cool. I got a couple games from on Turbo Graphics for the Wii. Like I know I got like one. Of, I got one of the Splatter Houses. Those are cool and games. what I, I got Bonk and I got Zonk for for the Wii. So hopefully you get a discount on on, uh, on Bonk if it's on there. Did you play Air Zonk the uh, the shoot 'em up game? I did shoot, that. Shoot 'em up futuristic version of Bonk. I actually kind of enjoyed that one a little bit better. I think Bonk Two was it like Bonk Two or Three is supposed to be like the the best one. I think all I played was the first one, but it's okay. It's, it's all right for what it is. It was kind of like Mark, right? It was yeah. It was like their mascot. Was was bonk? There's Sonic. There's Mario. Yeah, R type. Right. I'm excited about R type. It looks all right for what it is. And it was at Ease was on a uh, Turbo Graphics also, right? But Ease yeah. Book one and two. Yeah, or Y. It's probably you want to pronounce one. it. I bought that relatively recently, and then in the last couple of years, it's the last game I bought the Wii Virtual Console. It's like I gotta try this game finally. Nice. It supposedly has you know great sound, which it does. So that's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if R type's gonna have this killer soundtrack to make it even better than it already is. I think it does. I mean, they're selling it for they're selling it for like twice the price of like Bonk. So Ooh. I think it's like the CD version. Because it's like seven ninety nine from what I saw for our type, so I think it's like the Turbo Graphics Red Book version of it. That's the one I want. So. That makes it more enticing. Pretty excited about our type. I've always loved those games. I've never played all the way through one, admittedly, but I can start playing one and play it through. I think the only what was it? I, I played through Ikaruga on GameCube, wow. that space shooter. Because I played the crap out of that. I think it played on easy, probably. It's a fun game, though. And I think I played... I mean, I played through Gradius on NES, because that was, like, one of my first games that I got when I was a kid. So I remember uh, it was four or five years ago. I had a friend who had just played Ikaruga the first time. He, he was like, he made a bet with another one of our friends. $100, I'll beat Ikaruga on Expert, or whatever yeah, the highest right. was, by the end of the summer. So, yeah, he, he didn't win that bet. He didn't make it? <laughs> yeah. But he ended up like buying the game and playing it a lot, trying his hardest. I mean, he wow. he tried. He got pretty far. Yeah, it's it's a difficult game on, on expert. I mean, anything on expert is pretty is pretty hard to do. Truly dedicated people use their valuable time to become good at something that's ridiculously hard. Sure. There's a couple things we forgot to mention from the investors meeting from last week. Kimishima said that they originally expected the Wii U to, to sell 100 million units, which it has not. Be, which it didn't, of course. But they expected it to follow suit of the Wii, which the Wii sell did sell over 100 million units so they thought that you know with the name on there it would it would have like sold with it which they could have at least called it like Wii 2 or something like that to make it a little bit less confusing i think but super you know, Wii, super Wii, uh we 64 
<laughs> Wii Cube. No, well, that'll be that'll be a NX. Will be the N Cube. Also, they were they were talking about possibly making a controller for smartphones. They said that they had looked into that, like something that attaches to a phone, which could be interesting if they wanted to make like more traditional Nintendo games for this for the phone, making some sort of usable like Bluetooth or you know attachable whatever could be cool. You know, if you just slide the controller, slide the phone in there, and it becomes a screen, it becomes right? It could cut Boy, back Game Boy or whatever. Price, the price of the controllers because you could just use your existing technology to have a screen. Yeah, I could see that possibly be a thing. I don't know. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like I'm probably. I'm sure I said it before, but I feel like they're just throwing things at the wall to see to see what sticks, or or maybe they just maybe it's like the patents where just always constantly working on things, or just being like, oh, what about this? Maybe here you guys do this for a little bit, and then here's try VR for a minute, and then go do this. You know, it just seems like they're kind of spread out to different things, trying to figure out what's going to be the next big thing. I don't know. I mean, that's what they've been doing with the mobile space. So. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's but they're We're still kind of. I feel like they're still kind of scrambling since the loss of Iwata and all that. I mean, to yeah. a point because he seemed kind of focused on, on a, kind of a couple things. I mean, he was a you know he was the big promoter of uh, the Wii and all that and the DS. But I think uh, I think that's I think that's good on our news. I feel like we've done like an hour already. We haven't even got to the topic of the week. Anyway, let's let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and get into this uh, game that everybody seems to be talking about. Alrighty. So there's a game called Pokemon Go that came out last week on Wednesday. I downloaded Pokemon it. Uh, Pokemon Go. Not Pokemon okay. Stop. Not Pokemon Stand. Pokemon Go. Not Pokemon Yield. Well, it should be Pokemon Yield, I guess. I haven't seen anybody walking into the street yet, but apparently that happens. I've seen a lot of people on their phones around here in Chicago right now. Like, I went to I went to this taco place down the street from my place, and I went in there to order something, and somebody came in with their with their phones out, and they're like, oh, dude, there's a Pokestop here, because there's a Pokestop right next door. And they came in and ordered food, and then went outside and did their Pokemon stuff. There's a... Uh, so people are doing at, that. Yeah, I was at the mall in Champaign, where I, where I live today, and... uh like there's a carousel for the kids and that's a gym <laughs> so oh, there is yeah. actually it's in the food court of the mall there's like five different restaurants and you know all the like seats to sit and eat and there's like four or five people sitting at this one table right next to the carousel all on their phone so i'm pretty sure they were just holding down that gym oh yeah probably do you know like how they pick gyms or like how i think like, it's all based off the data they got from ingress oh, okay because there's like little you know there's like little descriptions and stuff on there like like yeah, i think for, i think they got that all from ingress i don't think okay. they because a lot of so it it's the same company that made ingress and like the the stop that's next to my job that's a pokey stop is a building that's been torn down yeah so there's it's, yeah there's some stuff that's been changed i don't know there, there's like like i live right next to a grade school and there's nothing there there's like no Pokestop, there's like no gym, which I'm surprised because they have like a big playground and all that. I guess that sucks for those kids. There's nothing really near there. I mean, well, there's stuff, 
There's stuff at the end of my block, like all the way at the block. There's like something at Fullerton and something at Milwaukee at the very end. But I just wonder, I just, I don't know how they choose it. Well, I've noticed in Champaign, it's mostly like sculptures and uh, like memorial plaques or like memorial benches and then like little garden installations. So it's all kind of like city monument. Yeah, it's like interesting stuff. Like, Like for me, like most of it's like graffiti or like, you know, murals. Like spray oh, painted wow. murals, like a lot of it. There, yeah, I've noticed a couple of murals because there's so well, there's so many of them in my neighborhood that like that was what was by the taco place was this big like bird mural that that's one, and there's like a mural for the Congress Theater which isn't really there anymore. There's one over there, the mural that's over by the two way, I guess. Which one of the when I was over there last week, one of the regulars dropped a lure over there so you could find more rare Pokemon. I got a Jinx and a and a and a Drowsy and a slow bro i think from there you know i did i did notice there was a i went to this restaurant the other day that's a pretty new restaurant i think it's only been open for about seven or eight months and it was a pokey stop so i wonder if like late ingress stuff was added or maybe they did add new stuff but i just thought of that because ingress is like a four-year-old four or five-year-old game yeah it's fairly old older i don't know how many how what's what's your level what's your pokemon level now i'm about to hit level eight on my trainer oh you're level seven yeah Okay, I'm I'm a level six, but I'm at the top of level six, so I'm about to. Hit I just seven. got a medal yesterday for visiting a hundred Poke Stops, so I don't oh. know if that's a hundred unique Poke Stops or. I have just, not. Yeah, yeah, I have not visited a hundred Poke Stops, for sure. I mean, there there's a lot in my town. It's just like I mean, they're spread out well enough to where I've actually been out walking, and today I was kind of raining a little bit. It wasn't too crazy, but uh, I had to run some errands, and I had a car I could use to run do that i was like i'm just gonna walk and i have walking you know like a little while because i wanted to try to hatch an egg and want to catch some pokemon and get some stops so you know that the game convinced me to walk instead of drive so that's kind of yeah i haven't really walked around with it i've mostly just you know wherever i'm stopped at i've just looked at what's around and then kind of like walked a little like I, i would like look if i'm walking somewhere from wherever i parked i'll look and see if there's a thing and i'll stop and like do a poke or a poke stop and do the swipe and get the free balls or whatever well i know better items become available to you like from the pokey stops once you get to higher levels and i think that's when you start to get the lures and stuff and those are going to be really helpful yeah i haven't gotten any of those i've just gotten like revives and i've got incense which is kind of like lure and like potion sprays or whatever but there's like like i said there's been specific places like i know there's like a pizza place that i've that i've been to that that has a lure dropped by it and like two-way had a lure also so and and I've seen on Facebook people being like, "I'm going to drop a lure every week at this bar that I work at." So come by and get Pokemon. Like people are trying to get business out of it already. So you Smart. know, I saw that bar the bartenders being like, "I'll drop a I'll drop a lure like every Sunday at this bar. Come hang out." You know. So. Yeah, I was uh I was walking to the bus the other day for my job, and I took a little detour to like hit a couple Pokey stops. And uh, I was crossing the street, and I saw there was a gym at this place called Crane Alley Champagne. And uh, as I'm crossing the street, I used to. I actually used to work there. Uh, I saw a guy that worked there when I worked there. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? He's like, hey, how's it going? Yes, there's a gym here. Like, he knew I was playing Pokemon. <laughs> He's like, yes, there's a gym here. And it kind of pisses me off, but I'm actually also happy because I probably made at least 20 bucks extra in tips. To because oh, yeah. there's like a beer garden outside, and people would just come sit down in the beer garden and order drinks sure. next to the gym. So, like, he was pissed off because people are playing games and not paying attention. Or- well, yeah. 
Or people are just running in and catching whatever. I don't know. Apparently, yeah. people are running around and looking for specific types. But I haven't yeah. gotten to that point yet where I can tell, like, oh, there's a thing over there. I mean, I guess they do like the they do the thing in the grass where like the grass moves a little bit. There's those, well, and I guess we're like, supposed to walk over there and get and get, see whatever's in there. But I haven't done that yet. I saw a polywhirl when I when I was in a car. I, once again, I wasn't driving, but I missed a polywirl, and it looked like he was in Boneyard Creek. So that makes sense because he's a water type. So I think I need to walk back to that area to find him. I've been in a couple restaurants, like for this delivery thing that I've been doing on the side, and I, f- I seem to find uh, rat ratatas like everywhere. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a lot of ratatas. I wanted to make jokes about that, and be like, "Oh, I found I found rats at Burger King." It seems like every restaurant I'm in, there's there's ratatas. One of the first ones I caught, I was at a uh, CVS near my house, and Pokemon showed up, and it was a Pidgey, and he showed up like right at where the all the bottles of water were. Oh. You're not water type. He was in like the cooler <laughs> section that was all bottles of water. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I found my Magikarp at. I think I feel like I found it in Missouri somewhere, maybe near the lake. I don't think they put them like near water or whatever. I don't know. I think that's the only water one I have. I found a Zubat in the kitchen. Like I told, I told Jess about it, and she thought it was like a bug or something. I was, I was like, I, I was like, I found a Zubat in the kitchen. He's like, what? Did, did you kill it? And I'm like, no. It's a, <laughs> I was like, oh, the Zubat, the Pokemon. And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I caught a Golbat near my house. I was kind of excited. I think it was a kind of rare for it to pop up. And yeah, I, have, I, think I, I think I have one of those too. Might have been from the from the lure, but yeah, I have, I have a Golbat also. I've only evolved. Have you evolved any of them? I evolved like my one of my Pidgey, yeah. one of my Pidgeys to a Pidgeotto. Yeah, and I evolved. Well, I caught a Pidgeotto, but I did evolve another Pidgey to a Pidgeotto, and then I evolved my Rattata into a Ratite, whatever it's called. The next level. Oh, that Raticade. Raticate, yeah, that's what it's yeah. So yeah, I have one. Of, yeah, I haven't really. Yeah. I've evolved one. I've just I've just started like trying to level them up because I can't seem to do anything at gyms. I just got my ass kicked in like two seconds when I tried to do it. So I want to be able to do gyms right, and I'm also learning like I've been doing some research. But you know, once you get to level five and you choose what team you're on, that affects like how you approach gyms because if someone in your on your team controls the gym, then you're not fighting at the gym. You're just like Oh, okay. What is what is your team? What team I you am on Team Mystic. I decided that, that's the blue one, right, with the Attic Articuno. Yeah, that's why I chose Mystic because Pokemon Blue is the only one I've really played. So. Yeah, I'm I'm on Team Blue also, so we're we're on the same team. There's actually an interesting story I found online about Team Mystic. Uh, this is why I'm kind of upset that I'm part of Team Mystic. I didn't know about this before, but a couple of days ago, uh, some people spray painted Team Mystic like really like shittily over a map that was in a, a state park in Washington, D.C. Oh, really? I didn't hear about yeah. that. Yeah. So there was like this article on, I found it on Reddit. Where, come on, uh, come on went, Team Mystic. Yeah, people went and cleaned, like wiped all the graffiti off, and of course they were part of Team Rocket. They're all dressed up for it or whatever, but I'm not happy with Team Mystic right now that they did that. Yeah, way, way to make the team look bad. Luckily, Team Rocket cleaned it up. Yeah, I just I just picked Team Mystic because it sounded cool, I guess. I don't know. Oh, wait, no, actually, I'm looking it up. So Team Rocket supposedly was the one that wrote Team Mystic to make Team Mystic look bad. <laughs> and Mystic and Valor and Instinct worked together to clean up the graffiti. But Team Rocket is not an actual rock- team you can be on, right? Because they're bad guys. Yeah, I don't think so. I it think they a- just said that. Whoever wrote that was the enemy, and everybody banded together to clean up the graffiti. One of my friend's younger brothers like put something on Facebook being like, somebody asked him, like, what are you doing with Pokemon Go? And he's like, I'm part of Team Rocket. I'm just going to go around and steal everyone's cell phones. <laughs> so he was saying, you know, like how they would like try to steal the Pokemon from Ash and all that. It's I, I can't believe it's taken off as well as it is. Like People, people have been Facebooking like, constantly about it. 
which is weird. Like people I knew, I know that don't seem to care about Pokemon, and I've seen even people being like, "I have no interest in it, but I feel like I have to try it anyway." Right? Like, cause I've yeah. seen people posting about that too, which is and weird. I think it's it shows that it's important if like a lot of people are complaining about it, which I see a lot about that too. Well, when I went to the when I went to the bar that I go to to the two way, I was able to like plug the show at least. You know, <laughs> I was like, "There's people like blah 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 Pokemon Go," and I'm like, "Oh hey, you know, I have a Nintendo show that you can listen to. We'll talk about Pokemon Go at some point, like we're doing." right now we're doing it right now we are isn't there a um get together in champagne that you're going to yeah uh, i'm not sure if i'm gonna be able to make it because i have to work that night but it's during the day like i could actually go participate for a little while but it just kind of started out as like something people threw together but it's gotten sponsorship from a local radio station and oh wow a couple other like some gaming shops in town and stuff so they're giving away prizes and stuff um, they're doing a cosplay they've already like posted like, guidelines of how your costume should be tasteful and all that and uh <laughs> yeah so like uh and then people are like there's a poll on the events page to let you to like find out what team people are on it looks like it's a pretty serious thing like a ton of people have said they're going so they, they don't want a whole lot of jinxes then is what they mean right by, by being tasteful because that's you know jinx is the racy it's the racy one out of all of them the racist one i know so, I'm so, don't, so, don't, so don't dress like that <laughs> jinx has made it this far like i caught a jinx walking actually near uh the virginia theater where we took that picture with with ebert Oh, yeah. Is Ebert a Pokestop? He should be. Yeah, the Virginia Theater. Or I think it's a garden near there or a statue or something. You know There's that right? you know the Pokestops like reset like every like couple minutes so you can keep doing it you yeah there's like one right behind my job that i make the most of i went to yeah i went to a show earlier at the vic in chicago and the, the vic is a pokestop so like two or three times while i was waiting for the band to start i just would swipe it and get some extra balls and revives or whatever do you know how to heal the pokemon by the way how to heal your pokemon or can you only do that in battle have you figured that out yet yeah use your potions but can you do it on the main like how like i have potion like how do you do it just click on that because i was you click on pokeball the pokeball and then you click on items and oh then you okay yeah you gotta go to items okay and then when you select like potions it just brings up your pokemon and then you, when you click on them when you okay. touch them it heals them and deducts them. yeah i feel like uh yeah you can use revives the same way because sometimes you're they'll get knocked out and you have to revive them yeah i have like i have like three that are dead from uh from the one gym that I tried to take on, which when it was a level one gym, but it basically consisted of me getting killed in like two seconds. Yep. But I don't think I was, I don't think I was tapping the screen quick enough either, which is weird. Well, from what I've read and I mean, I've, had a similar experience as you you know i might have lasted a little longer but uh it still comes down to like your cp like your attack or whatever that means your yeah your cp level your cp level determines if you're gonna win it. and then and also it's, well, and it's, depending on what team you're on when you go to a gym you might just be helping defend it you may not be actually fighting oh sure it's weird that a turn-based game has like been turned into something else for the fighting it's just so different from what you expect from pokemon like, like you can't really grind you know it's all just based around using like pretty much rare candies except they call them like whatever the pokemon type is candy to level everything up yep. so i don't know we uh we we put up a thing on facebook asking our friends to to basically give an impression or or rate pokemon in one sentence would you like to read those off well, real quick, we can we can alternate. We can go back and forth. Well, first off, I want to give credit to my yeah. I want to give credit to my friend Keith for the uh, cold open earlier, old timey prospector voice. I was attempting to emulate. There's Pokemon in them hills, or there's yeah. Pokemon in them thar hills. Yeah, I also borrowed from Rob for the Pokemon <laughs> balls deep, but it's a good opener, so I kind of had to go with it. Yeah, that was a good paraphrase. I think you got the point of it. Uh, let me get the dad joke out of the way because my dad did comment on this. What the Hector is it? I have no clue. 
smiley face. But Pokemon Go is he's part of the blissfully unaware. I was wondering who said that one. It's, it's fine. It's better. Better off. You don't need it. Just because nobody really tweets at me very much. There was I put it I put it up on Twitter on our uh, at Nintendo. At Nintendo underscore domain is our Twitter. But I, I, I tweeted like, you know, anybody, I did like the hashtag Pokemon Go and I was like, anybody who responds to this, we'll read it on the, po- on the podcast. Since I only got one person tweet at me and I've never actually been tweeted at before, I'm going to read his. It says, uh, I fucking hate this game and everything it demands of me, but I can't stop. That's what he, is what he said. I hate it, but I love it. Yep. It seems to be a consensus for a lot of them. What else do you got? Well, I think we'll probably, I plan on getting into this a little bit later, like specific issues that have been brought up. But I thought a good like four word review or impression was by my friend Jim. He said, see you later, Data, which I think is a multifaceted comment. I think he nailed a lot of criticism in those four words. Yeah, when I downloaded it, I I downloaded in Missouri. And like I said, in Missouri, I had no Wi-Fi. So when I got back from Missouri, I got got basically an emergency from my phone saying, you're at 90% of your data. Not yep. just because Pokemon Go, just because of, you know, spending a week at a house that has no Wi-Fi and using my phone for whatever and forgetting that I have limited data because most of the time there's Wi-Fi that I use. Like, my apartment has Wi-Fi. My other my other job has Wi-Fi. So it's, like, it's crazy. I wrote some gripes down that I have about the game, which we'll get into after we read the uh, after we read the responses on it. Well, from what you were saying about the data and all that, has to deal with that. Yep, well done. <laughs> my friend Carl, who, work, who works at Rocking Horse, which I think is a gym. It's either a gym or a Pokestop. It has something there. It's, it's by the bar that I work at and uh, he's, he put in a story about him and uh, and how Pokemon Go saved him. This is uh, three days ago I had a chance to get laid. Then the phone buzzed and said, wait, and I said, wait here. I have to catch this Rattata. I got a Rattata instead of Chlamydia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Carl's uh, comment on oh, that. Oh, man. Way to go, Carl. You know, I don't know which is more common, Rattata's or Chlamydia. I hope Rattata's. Uh, probably Rattata's. I don't know. I really where, it's depending on where you're hanging out at. I got one that uh, my friend George said. If this is the zombie apocalypse, it's pretty goddamn lame. I think yeah, he's yeah. referring to wandering around with their phones. Oh, sure. Yeah, I actually got a similar one from that from my friend Matt Jackson. He says, the parks of Atlanta are now filled with people wandering around late at night like zombies with their faces lit up by Pokemon. So, <laughs> lots, lots of zombie mention. And it's a pretty lame, like, oh, God, we're not fighting them. They're just, like, wandering around the park. Sure. Do a couple more before we, before we move on? I've got one more I wanted to mention. Sure. Something similar to what I said earlier. Uh, people are actually walking outside again, said by my Facebook friend Terry. With a little LOL, she thinks it's funny that people are actually outside again. So, I, I don't know. I think that's an, a nice little thing. And I mentioned earlier, myself, I, I walked around instead of driving today. It was a beautiful day. Kind of nice. It wasn't beautiful. Sure. You know, I, did, I didn't need to be driving around and do the things I needed to do. I could just walk leisurely between locations and catch Pokemon on the way. My friend, uh, my friend Scott Mann did, uh, posted this. This handy bit of software uses advanced technology to get you nearly hit by cars and then arrested for trespassing. Which, which seems to be a, a thing, but, but he's playing it too. I mean, they're all, they're all playing it. If people want to like, you know, live on the edge, play Pokemon. Uh, one of our mutual friends, but more your friend than mine because he lives where you do. Dan Doucher, he put, uh, I used to take walks to the park at night. Now I'm afraid of getting robbed. Thanks, Pokemon Go. <laughs> got that yeah he, he's talking about Westside park which is kind of close to where i live and it's just littered with booking stops like there's a fountain in the middle that's a gym and then there's like all the little memorials around it so that's where like you'll see people hanging out a lot in champagne around there in the downtown area which is next to the park so that's where all the stops are 
the gyms oh, and stuff. Sure. But yeah, I've seen that too. When I was walking through there the other day on my way to get breakfast, there was at least 10 or 15 people I saw just staring at their phones, walking really slow. Yeah. I, I saw a guy walking his dog and I saw his finger like going up, up the phone, <laughs> like from the bottom to the top. And I was like, he's got to be catching Pokemon. Yeah. I was, a uh, actually, I was, that reminds me, I was riding with my friend Kyle to practice the other day. We're in a band and, uh, we saw a guy walking his dog, like you just said, and he was staring at his phone and swiping up at it. So, we knew he was playing Pokemon. My friend oh, Kyle's sure. like, you're ignoring the actual Pokemon that you have right now. <laughs> if you have a real Pokemon, pay attention to that Pokemon. Oh, yeah. I think that's enough, probably, for, for what we got. That's enough. But, yeah, I got, I got like, 15 responses to that. That's, like, probably the most comments I've got ever for anything on these, <laughs> for for any uh, for any Facebook post. I mean, that's more comments than we've ever gotten for this show, for sure. I mean, Same I really, here, man. And, don't and don't, really, hard, get, don't really get comments. So maybe we'll get some downloads. Maybe you guys can give us some reviews for uh, for uh, this. Uh, we're we're going to tag you. That's for sure. I'd say, like, people from all walks of life commented, like, just kind of showing the, the broad spectrum of people that yeah. had an opinion about this. Let me do one more before we stop. My friend Lauren, uh, another one that's, like, to the point, but he says, uh, it hacked my Gmail the first day I got it, but it's totally worth it. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, people think that's a thing. I don't know if that's actually a thing. I haven't been hacked, as far as I know. I don't think it's actually pulling information from you, but that seems to be another thing of people talking about that it's pulling shit from you. Right, and that's why I, when I said that, <laughs> see you later data comment. Oh, I think sure. it was, oh, oh, you mean your data? Your actual personal data. <laughs> yeah, I thought they were actually, yeah, I thought they were talking like data plan also. Because you're also losing shit for your data plan. <laughs> be um, because it encourages or... wandering around away from Wi-Fi signals. But yeah, so supposedly, and like I said earlier, I have the Android version. Niantic made a statement essentially saying, we made a mistake. The, what it requested to have access to wasn't actually what we want. Like It was all-encompassing, but we're not using all that. So there was an update tonight that I downloaded or automatically downloaded on my phone. Supposedly uh, fixes that issue, and it only accesses your location data or whatever that's relevant to the game. Supposedly, until this update, if a hacker hacked into Niantic's servers, they could access your actual email account and all the information on your phone including if you have your bank account information your paypal your ebay your amazon all that shit so yeah basically that, everything, that's, that's a yeah pretty, pretty big deal yeah basically, basically everything you would have right <laughs> yeah and you would have in your phone ultimate data mining because it would be monitoring you physically where you were while you were doing certain things that's worth a lot of money to like any data collection company which there's you know a lot of them out there nowadays because oh, sure. we're the product we're the product of social media I'm sure you know that yeah they're not well, selling things to us we're being sold to the companies but anyway that's sort of like i think the what i saw and like i read a pretty like volatile buzzfeed article about it and i took it with a grain of salt but it did raise some logical points and and it mentioned like going in and changing your preferences which i was in the process of doing when i saw that the update was going to fix it so i'm trusting the update maybe i'm dumb for that but i mean supposedly it's not an issue i mean i think that like there's so many things we already use on our phone that has access to so much stuff i mean people were saying that about like facebook messenger like that was a big thing and the microphone i'm pretty sure that like i mean google in itself like the website knows a lot more than you than you would think you know it's kind of frightening like say you search for one thing on your phone and then you search for this 
or you, and then you type on your search button on like a different computer in the same room, it'll have that search on there. You know, like on the same Wi-Fi, it all communicates with each other. Like there's a lot more crazy stuff that we don't know, and they and they monitor more than that. It's kind of something that was already there for other programs. It hasn't been to the point where any anybody's stolen anything or been hacked yet that I know of. So. Well, actually, yeah, I don't know. not not with this in particular, but yeah, a lot of other services it has happened. Um, yeah, I mean, well, like like PlayStation Network, the, I guess. There's the Amazon, that. yeah, there's the Amazon Echo, which is like you know, it's non completely irrelevant to this, but you know, people are willfully buying a device that's a microphone that listens to you, so you can voice command your house, but it also monitors like product purchases and stuff. Yeah, but it also like, probably it probably listens at all times. It's like the that's what I mean. So it's listening yeah. to like commercials on TV when you're watching TV. It hears you talk about how much you love Code Red Mountain Dew or whatever, and then yeah. <laughs> you'll get ads for Code Red Mountain Dew when you get on your phone later on that day. Well, it's like on your phone, like if you search, uh, if basically if you search for anything on Amazon, it'll show up as a feed on Facebook for like whatever you search for. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that, but yeah, that happens too, weirdly enough. Like you search for one pair of glasses and all of a sudden glasses are everywhere on every app you use. But that's just the craziness of the world that we live in. So I don't think that this is necessarily, it's not necessarily a defense of this being like part of that, but but it is just another thing like you're willfully I mean you got to know you're like using a location based thing like so it's following you and knows where you are at any given moment you're using the device I mean you, you've given it permission the game works because of that because you're near something physically and that's yeah. why it works so you're just kind of letting letting yourself be open to possible problems in the future sure. I'm gonna say it's kind of like the connect where they said you know where there's a whole thing about the connect where it's like they're gonna be watching you like when you're not actually using it I remember that being a thing where, like, the camera will basically watch you play games. You know, it's on at all times. Like, on the same on the subject of, like, the microphone thing you were talking about, it kind of does that, well, too. Well, I mean, a solid piece of uh, advice that I've seen in a lot of places, and I, I'm not doing it, but, like, put electrical tape over your front-facing camera on your phone and on your laptop, like, because uh-huh. hackers can watch you. Sure. And, like, Allware can watch you, physically watch you. To, in, like, the, uh, in the new X-Files episodes that came out, uh, Mulder had tape over his camera on his, on his computer, which I noticed that. If you watched any of those new ones, I thought that was funny. They showed that, where he had, he had taped he has taped his mic. He had taped his uh, camera on his phone. It's like the new tinfoil hat, but it makes more sense. Yeah, I understand. I mean, I don't do that, but maybe I should. Anyway, back to Pokemon Go. Aside from all the conspiracy theories or the conspiracy realities of, of uh, the world we live in, I mean, what are like your thoughts on this? Like, what are, like what is what is your like uh, critiques on the app? I, I saw well, the, I saw that IGN reviewed it, gave it like a seven out of ten. I have some gripes that I have personally about it. Yeah. But uh, what what would you say? Well, I definitely have gripes. My uh, my main gripe is that a lot of the time I'll catch a Pokemon, a particularly hard one to catch, and then it'll freeze up. Sometimes and you it'll still freeze get them, up. Though. The, sometimes, but not always. And I was particularly pissed off earlier because I went to mail a letter, or I was mailing part of my errands for the day, and it, it happened to be like right by the library, the mailbox. So I dropped my letter in the mailbox, and I wanted to hit the Pokey stop. So I'm walking next to the library, getting up on the Pokey stop, and uh, I can't remember what it was, but. It was a Pokemon I didn't have yet. So I entered battle with it, and it took for fucking ever to catch it. Like, I must have used, like, 20 Pokeballs because it was really hard to catch. I finally caught it, and it fell down, and it froze up. Oh, yeah. And and I was like, fuck. I was already, like, I'd already walked past the Poke stuff. I'm like, I'm not turning around and walking past the Poke stuff again. I don't think uh, it would have worked if you went back anyway. Yeah, so I, like shut down the, the app, you know, like hard reset or whatever you want to call it, where you just shut down all apps and then reopened it. I, I did not have the Pokemon, so I didn't get it. And I also missed the stop. So 
I was pissed. Oh, yeah. You know, and then I just kept walking and continued on with my day. It wasn't that big of a deal. That's yeah. a gripe I have. It, 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 it's, that's not the first time that's happened where it's frozen up, right? You know, you see the ball shake, like, is it going to escape? And then the ball just freezes and nothing happens. Wait, what? Yeah. Is anything going to happen now or is it just stuck? That actually and happened. Just- yeah. And that happened to me quite a few times when I first got it. And, Thankfully, most of the time, it I still got it, but it's because I was catching like small Pokemon that are, that I'm going to get anyway. But if it's one that keeps breaking out of the ball, yeah, if it freezes and then it goes back, you don't actually get it. But there was probably like five or six of them where it did that to me, and I still ended up getting it. My my big gripe is that it like yours does yours like reboot like all the time, like every time you. Well, I mean, it's kind of like Mitomo, I guess, where you go to another if you go to another app and then come back, it all it has to restart. But this, it did but that this at one's, first. Now it'll. I guess what it does is it says no GPS signal and then I have to reset the app to get the GPS signal back. Oh, because every time I go back to it, it'll show like Niantic and then it'll show like the Gyarados and it'll do the loading and it'll go to the fucking road. It doesn't do that to me anymore after the update. Okay, I just I just got the update as we're recording this, so hopefully hopefully it's better now. But another thing that that bugs the shit on me is like, why can't you save your login? Like, why do I have to log in? Like, put my name and my password in every single fucking time? Is yeah, that must be an online? iOS thing. It doesn't no do that way. on Android. Oh, okay, because there's no way there's no way to save your uh, your Google name and all that. So every time I'd have to like re-log in. Which yeah, is, on mine, which I, on mine it annoying. just boots right up every time. Okay. Other than freezing up, it it works pretty seamlessly. So there's that, and you know, I guess. It seems like even when I'm standing still, my character still kind of walks back and forth, yeah. like from like a, like a couple inches, and just little stuff like that. It seems, like I said, it seems super glitchy when I was in Missouri. When I got to Chicago, there's a lot more a lot more stuff going on here, so it's a little bit seems a little bit better. And plus, I'm like a lot of times using it on a Wi-Fi signal, so it looks a lot better. But well, you all, do have to realize it. Yeah, it's using like satellites in space to monitor your geolocation. So yeah, when you're like hanging out in your house. Of course, it's going to kind of like waver around a little bit, but you got to think like the blocks that are shown on the overhead map, like they're pretty huge depicted in like a a miniaturized version. But like, you know, like my house is just a little tiny block, but it's like a fifth of my actual city block, you know. So when I'm like hanging out at home, I'll see my character kind of like rotating in circles and stuff, but he's not going anywhere. That's good. yeah. He kind of just like he kind of just like bounces around. And so I use incense to get the Pokemon to come, which works pretty well. But it's just a bunch of fucking. Uh, yeah, I noticed that I had some incense, but I haven't used it yet. Supposedly so you can you can it's summon like some a lure, of them too. But it follows you personally. Oh, okay, you can like summon them also if you uh, if you click like the square in the corner that shows you like what's here, like what's nearby. You can click on ones that you already caught, and they'll and they'll show up again, and you can recatch them. So you can also if there's if there's no footprints to... underneath it and you click on it, it'll usually just pop right up on the map. Oh, okay. Because that means it's like so close to you that you just have to click on it and then it appears. But like, oh, and then that's then usually see... a Pokemon you don't have yet. Yeah, yeah. Then you'll see where it is and you can walk to it. That's where like everybody's talking about chasing stuff down and all that. Which I heard. I went to like a work meeting thing on Tuesday at a brewery. And I heard people talking about it there when I walked in, like being like, oh, yeah, like somebody chased a squirrel down wherever. And people like running out of bars to go wherever to find it. I haven't seen anything like that yet, but people keep talking about it as, as it being a thing. Well, like I did person. hear there uh, there was a, a lady, and this is kind of going into, we'll probably talk about news a little bit, but I'll, I'll mention this piece of news. Her name was Shayla Wiggins, and she was in Wyoming. She's in rural Wyoming, and she was trying to get a water-type Pokemon. 
and she wandered down to like this under an overpass down to like a river and she looked up she saw a couple of deer she said like down by the water so she walked down there like in real life like they were deer she's like maybe i'll find a water type pokemon she's like staring at her phone walking towards the river and then she looks up and there's a dead body floating oh yeah no i saw that yeah her finding finding a dead body and they found uh, out by Pokestop most likely it was like a natural death like someone drowned or it was a suicide they're not sure but like it wasn't like foul play but yeah she totally it wasn't like a gang happened hit or across anything. that body first yeah <laughs> she but yeah. she found the body first because she was wandering around like a pokemon well there you go that's a, that's there's a new show right there for you pokemon go csi body body finder <laughs> pokemon go unit law and order pokemon go unit there you go go with that <laughs> law and order forensic go. yeah i heard about that i heard about the girl finding finding the uh finding the body like the also there's like the you know the pokemon in the in the police station the police not letting them in that was another one yeah it was in australia I, yeah that was an early one i saw like the somebody using a drone to to catch pokemon did you see that somebody well, attached a, attached the phone to a drone and they're flying it around and doing stuff uh, i also saw like uber drivers offering to drive people to find pokemon to get paid for that i saw that it's like another wow. thing that's like why but why not i guess i don't know it seems ridiculous i saw a craigslist ad of a, a young woman that was like she depicted herself as a professional pokemon go player so she would take your phone play the game for you for 20 dollars an hour yeah i saw that i saw that also hey why not you know you could try to make some money off of it i guess everybody's fucking doing it how long do you think this is going to last for i mean is it going to be about as big as like mitomo was where it was cool for like a week and then it was done i mean i it seems like this is this has a little bit more to do other than just talk about what you ate yesterday, you know? I think so that the response go farther. is a lot bigger with this. Plus, I read that there's an update coming later, like, where you'll be able to trade and, and like, you know, there'll, there'll be some more be some more options on there i know they said trading was going to be in there and there's going to be i guess there were a couple other things so i guess i should have written them, written them down but i didn't i mean supposedly so uh some things nintendo's market values boosted over 10 billion since the release of this app yeah that's what i heard but but i mean this isn't and that's continuing the, 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 yeah I, I found that article weird because i mean this this game is, has no Nintendo like on it at all like it doesn't say anything about nintendo when it when it opens like the nintendo's logo isn't on it it's technically not made by them. It's made by the Pokemon Company, which is well and well and Niantic. But Pokemon is like not fully owned by Nintendo. It's a second party thing. So well, but Nintendo know. is getting a percentage of the profits. I think I read a breakdown. I'm sure they're getting something from it because they it's did do between five and ten percent. It's you know it's a small amount, but it's enough. To, like it's generating income for them. Yeah, I heard like they made like 17 million off of the app already. Maybe as Pokemon Company did or Nintendo did. Like they're already making money off of it. I mean because of how well it's doing. But I mean I, know... I mean this might be a passing fad. This might be the new Harlem Shake or whatever. But I mean it's definitely like it's different than me Mi- tomo because it's like it there's, seems like all walks of life are noticing it at least even if they're not playing it they're noticing that it's happening and there's a game aspect to it also and it's in- and it's encouraging like sort of a community and like you know asking people to interact with each other which me tomo exercise yeah which me tomo does too but but this you know actually has like some game parts to it, it has like gyms that you can fight for and try to hold and what, more than just like getting comments eggs? about what you ate or whatever those eggs, like I, uh, I haven't successfully incubated an egg yet, but neither have I because it won't. Like I went for a ten <laughs> kilometer egg, and uh, I'm a uh, almost halfway there. I'm at four point three, I think. Yeah, I think mine was like a two kilometer egg, and I'm at like point two because it doesn't it doesn't seem to read me when I'm walking. Right, that's why I was having problems with like because I have to like 
you know, say I'm like working on a thing and I need like a map on my phone, I have to close out of that and go to the map. And even though I walk, it doesn't it doesn't seem to count like when the thing's not actually on that app. So, do you have the power saver mode set on it? No. I don't have the power saver mode. So you should do that. Um, I think that's important and maybe why I'm not having the same problem as you. What it does is uh, you select it through the menu and what it does is like you turn your phone upside down and it puts it into like a sleep mode for the app. And then the app goes into like kind of a sleep mode, but it's still monitoring your like you're walking. And then if you get near a Pokemon, it'll vibrate to let you know you're near a Pokemon or like a Pokestop or whatever. Oh, okay. Cause so seems, that yeah. might be your problem. You just need to choose that setting. Okay. Because it seems to be like, cause I have to, you know, I can't, can't, well, I can't walk around with it on this all the time because I have to do other stuff on my phone. You know, I close out of it and go to an, a, a separate app, and I expect it to be on still, but it seems like it's not. It seems like it's closing. Try that power saver thing. And then when I come back to it, it reboots, and it shows Niantic and all that. That might be why it's not working. So that's been a pain for me. It's not like very clearly like one of the big things that they don't really explain how the game works. You have to it's almost like Minecraft in a way you have to like get online and look up how it should actually work so to like understand the game. And I think like with future updates, they'll have more like tutorial kind of stuff. in it. So far, you know, it just kind of throws you into the mix and it kind of assumes you played Ingress because that's what it's based off of, which I never played Ingress. But I know a lot, I have a lot of friends that did and they're all like. They're, they're hating slash loving on Pokemon because they're like, it's kind of funny that so many people like this. This has already been around for a long time, but they're still playing it. This has rec- recognizable uh, creatures on it, though. Like, if, as far as Ingress goes, I only knew one person who ever mentioned Ingress to me, aside from you. You know, like an actual person that I know at least ten people that are pretty into it. Said like, they said they had played it, but as far but like with like half of well maybe not half, but I don't know, like thirty percent of my Facebook friends talking about Pokemon Go. It seems I don't know seems to have taken on a lot more. And I've seen like you know memes or whatever people saying like this one doesn't didn't have as much de- development time as the other one. Blah 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 you know they're upset about it because it's has doesn't have as much put into it as as, as ingress but who cares i mean i guess there's there are more pokemon fans like a lot of people i talk to about the pokemon one they're just happy to see they're happy that it's the old pokemon and it's you know and you get to walk around and explore stuff well i don't think we've mentioned yet but uh it's important to know that niantic who developed this game that also did in- ingress they were uh, an internal company at google originally and that team was pretty crucial in like the whole google maps like they helped develop google Oh, sure. And then they became, you know, like a subdivision that did the location-based games. And that's when they did, like, Ingress, which came out, like, several years ago. Like, when I remember the height of people playing it that I knew, it was before I got my last phone. So I still had an iPhone 4S, which was outdated at the time. But it didn't run Ingress very well, so I tried to play it. and I was dissatisfied with it. And so I was like, I'll start playing Ingress when I get my new phone. So I got an HTC One M8 two years ago, which was kind of a top-of-the-line phone at the time. But I decided I didn't actually want to play the game, so I never actually played it. But uh, Oh, so it came out in 2012. Um, but So I know like it goes back that far for me in my personal history that I've since gotten another phone because it's been another two years. I never played Ingress on that previous phone. So the people I know that have been playing the Ingress have been playing it for three or four years. Like, you know, they may not play it as much lately, but they were really into it for a period of time. Sure. And that explains a lot of the landmarks in my town. Like I was saying, like one of them's the that building that got tore down that's right by my job. And then another one is a when I mentioned that restaurant earlier. It's not actually the gym's not actually located at that restaurant. It's located at Error Records, which is uh, no longer at that location. They've moved to a different spot in the town. But it's like a record company that 
existed there for a few months before they like changed locations. It's it's definitely based off of old data from Ingress. Oh yeah, yeah. We mentioned that earlier. It's uh, but yeah, yeah, it's kind of not. It's kind of interesting to note that you know some of the people that made Pokemon Go were involved in Google Maps in in the first place, and that's why Pokemon Go uses that technology and why like your Google login is one of the ways to use the game. You can see people playing it all over the place. I was even at a re- at a restaurant like waiting for food and messing around with it, and I like kind of like you know relaxed and like my phone fell down, like it like it dropped lower, and like some little kid saw me playing it, and then she started playing it on her phone too. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> I'm like, Ugh, somebody saw me doing that. And now they now it's like, oh, I'll do that too. I'm like, damn it. Part I definitely of, part, felt part that of way. the part of the masses here with the with Pokemon Go. I feel well, kinda, like I said I, earlier, I didn't want to walk back by the library because I I saw other people standing in front of the library playing the yeah. game, and I'm like, I don't want them to see me like wandering in front of the, the library. Sure. Yeah, I was kind of hiding it. I was hiding it. I was like, I don't want people to see that I'm playing Pokemon Go. But playing that's it. why I love <laughs> the power saver mode because I can kind of like, all right, well, you know, I'm walking down the street. There's no stops for a few blocks, so I'm just going to put the phone in my pocket. Sure. But it'll be in sleep mode, so in case Pokemon show up, it'll vibrate in my pocket, and then I can grab it back out of my pocket, catch the Pokemon. And a lot of times, those goddamn Pokemon show up right when I'm like about to cross the street. So, eh, I gotta just not. I gotta ignore the vibrate, <laughs> cross the street safely, yeah. and then pick up the phone. Yeah, look out for cars. I, I'm hoping that's not going to be a news thing that we're going to see later. This be like. You know, kid got hit by car trying to find Meowth or whatever. Well, I've already heard stories in my town of cars pulling over and it looked like they were playing Pokemon and they were like kind of blocking traffic, stuff like that. So it's definitely a thing that's going to be <laughs> something bad's going to happen, unfortunately. But well, I hope, given I, hope it, the, I hope it doesn't. Given the number of people playing, I mean, something's going to happen. It's just that's just statistics. Do you think do you think anybody bought the friendship bracelet uh, Pokemon thing? That we that we talked about. Do you think anybody bought that? The wristwatch, the so. the Pokemon vibe. I haven't heard anybody talk about that. The thirty dollar. Well, it's not even out yet, is it? Nope. I haven't heard anybody talk about that yet. I but, think that uh, people are buying that shit. Kids, uh, Pokemon Go players, you know, look out for cars. Be careful. Don't run into walls or or cars or people or anything like that. Look look out look out where you're going. You know, while while you're out there searching for fake fake creatures. AR creatures. So is there anything else you could think Not of? Not really. I yeah, mean, we, we covered most of it. I mean, we've been we've been going for like for like two and a half hours here. I mean, it'll probably end up being like under two, but once it's edited and all that. But forgot to mention earlier, they did announce a Kerbal Space Program, which is like a pretty huge indie game. is coming out for the Wii U. Yes, yeah, we knew that. that already, but it's coming out in the winter, so several months after the other console versions. Oh, okay. Because they uh, they have to develop it specially for the Wii U. Oh, so they're actually going to do some gamepad stuff. Yeah, that's good. Somebody should do it, right? <laughs> and I don't think I ever mentioned that I got the uh, I got the special edition vans we were talking about one episode. Oh yeah, I got Donkey Kong vans. They're pretty nice. Nice. Yeah, I didn't get I didn't get any because they're like novelty shoes, I guess. And I have bad feet. So yeah, I need. Uh, I, I've I need only a... worn them once, and they went back into the box afterwards. They're pretty cool. I like them. I mean, they're like wearing socks with soles. You know, they're like something like a Chuck Taylor. Maybe a little better than a Chuck Taylor, but yeah, not I a need, whole lot. Yeah, I need, a, I need arch support, and they seem to be like Lacking. maybe a little bit, yeah, a little bit like not quite glorified socks, but a little bit above that, <laughs> like glorified Chuck Taylors. I don't know. But I can't, yeah, I can't really wear it. But I guess it's a cool thing to get. I'm not really into. I only have like one pair of shoes. I'm not really into buying a whole lot of pairs of shoes. I guess I have two technically. I have like a pair of shoes and boots for the winter. But I'm a, you know, minimalist when it comes to that. There are a couple of yeah. There are a couple of pieces of news I didn't mention that I'd written down, but um, one of them was that, uh, and I didn't see any actual like 
citations of when this actually happened, but supposedly like people were getting mugged at Pokestops in some towns oh, because yeah. ro- robbers need to hang around there. And then another one was like a guy moved into a church that was like a stop on Ingress, you know, and the church shut down and like it became his home yeah. and there were a bunch of people loitering around it because it was a gym. So like yeah, kids like sitting in his yard and stuff. He was pretty upset about that. Yeah, I've heard other people talking like people I actually know talk about that, saying like, Oh, people are wandering around my house. See there there's no there's no poker stops on my street, so oh on, on like the block that I'm at, so I don't know if that's actual an actual thing. I've only just seen people wandering around restaurants that are by me. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's gonna it, it'll probably only last for so long, or maybe it'll maybe it'll be the new Pokemon. You know, it'll maybe maybe be the big the new big thing. This Pokemon was huge in the nineties. This may be their new huge thing. I don't know. Well, time, it's a twenty year anniversary, so it makes yeah. sense. Well, time will tell. I mean, we'll report on it on the show, of course. But I mean, I feel like I feel like we've talked enough about Pokemon Go for tonight and cover the news but you know we'll be back to add more stuff to it i'm sure as the updates come and we'll see how it goes how it goes but i think that's uh, i think we i think we could put a pin in it here this has Sounds been a uh, this has been episode 32 pokemon go nintendo nintendo main uh, <laughs> nintendo main episode 32 our pokemon go episode subscribe to us on itunes if you have itunes if you, you could probably find us on whatever other whatever other podcast app you could sure i'm sure you could find us we're on like google play and all that too you know leave us a review subscribe comment whatever comment please we're i'm, I'm on twitter as that's at nintendo underscore domain you can email us at nintendo nintendo main dot podcast at gmail.com please send us send us a letter Tell us that we suck. Just say anything. Tell, tell us what you want for the next episode. Just just let us know something. We, we get lonely over here. On, on the, We've on also the been known to have guests on our episodes, so, you know. Yeah. If you present a compelling argument, maybe you can be a guest. Exactly. You know, communicate with us on some stuff. Let us know where all your Pokestops are. But uh, in the meantime, look look out for cars and all that, and, and don't get robbed by by the Pokestops while you're out there. And we if will... you see a real Rattata, don't touch it. Yeah, don't touch a real Rattata. You might get a disease. And we, we've been your hosts, as always, Trey Johnson and Jeremy Murkowski. And we will see you next week. Well, we'll talk to you next week. See ya. Pikachu, go! ネズミポケモン高さ0.4メートル重さ6.0kgほっぺたの両側に小さい電気袋を持つピンチの時に放電する